In a world where the internet is filled with trash-talking 12-year-olds, one website stands out as a safe haven of decent human behavior. Co-Optimus. Oh yeah! Co-Optimus, your prime source for co-op gaming. Hello, and welcome to another Co-Op The Cast. This is Co-Op The Cast, episode number 133. It's Monday, October the 20th, 2014. We're uh, we're man down, man down here, uh, as Mike is recovering from his uh, gentle surgery. Yes, <laughs> Os- Oscar Mike on Mike. Oscar Mike on Mike. Uh, so we'll we'll be doing a little menage a trois tonight. Ooh, and, uh, been yeah, waiting all year for this. <laughs> you guys requested it, and so it's finally here. <laughs> Yeah, keep leaving those voicemails where you're asking for stuff like this, and we'll make it come true. <laughs> Next time, the nothing but beards cast. Nothing but beards. That's cast. all you see. All right. You just see the beards, just up close and personal. I like it. I like it. Uh, so, Jason, you 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 kind of ran a little late because you were playing something you've been pretty much addicted to for like two months now. Yeah. I think you've been mentioning it every podcast. Yep. Lord of the Rings card game. Oh, see, I was Still just going to let that hang there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, I have. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Lord of the Rings card game. Um, so, I mean, I've been playing it with my wife, and, and uh, she and I both have kind of gotten hooked on it. And we spent probably about that first month just playing through the core game and the expand, like the scenarios that come with it, with the pre-made decks. Towards the middle slash end of last month, we started building our own custom decks, and then we started going through all the same encounters again in the core set just to kind of test them and see what needed to stay, what you know would work better in some scenarios versus others. And tonight was kind of like our first time really going full tilt into one of the new encounters. So they release, I think every month they release like these little uh, 60 cards or something like that, expansion packs. And the expansion packs mm-hmm. contain a new hero new uh, cards for player decks and then a new encounter and cards for that encounter. And the way it kind of works is like the uh, they have deluxe expansions. So the deluxe expansions kicks off a cycle. So you have cards that, you know, more encounter cards that come with that expansion and they have little icons on them. So as they release the monthly packs, they'll use some of those cards from the deluxe expansion and then whatever new cards they have with the with the you know monthly pack expansion, so it's a way to kind of shuffle things up in order to make these randomly generated scenarios. Um, it's a lot of fun to do. I mean, like it's the one that we were doing tonight. It was sort of an escort quest kind of a thing, and we had to keep this eagle alive. And it's really tough. Like it's they they make such a fine balance in that game of you want to progress the quest that you're on in order to clear it and move on to the next phase of the encounter versus you have something else to juggle. So in this case, you have to keep this eagle alive and he takes damage every single turn. But at the same time, if you go too fast, when you get to the very last stage of the encounter, you have to have these her- these herbs to heal him. And if you don't have enough herbs to heal him, he dies. So you have to hmm. balance like how much you actually progress versus you actually have to go through the encounter cards in order to find those herbs. 
so you can gather them so you can have them ready and then push hard so there's this real interesting balance that you have to strike with stuff um so we were it's it reminds me a lot of what i'll talk about next which is the destiny raid but it reminds me of some of my best co-op kind of experiences like there's a lot of strategizing there's a lot of discussion with you know your teammate of what you're going to do and you know do we really quest a lot on this turn do we hold back so that we can um just kind of lay even for a couple of rounds uh so it's really a lot of fun and and yeah i mean i was pushing right up until the it was like five minutes till 10 or something like that and i was just like yeah we probably need to call it here and sure enough like the next couple of cards that we got just wiped us so yeah the way it goes sometimes but it's a lot of fun i still highly recommend it for anyone who's a fan of card games it's like a great uh mix between sentinels of the multiverse if anyone's ever played that which is another great co-op game and magic the gathering so uh it's tons of fun See, when you said escort mission, I thought you were doing something freaky with a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, you lost me there. <laughs> now I understand. You have to take this party to the other place. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Samwise yeah. special uh, escort service. <laughs> Potatoes. That's right. Anyways. Hop on Bill the Pony and he'll take you for a ride. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> gross um, so in addition to that uh, the other thing that I've been doing uh, these past couple of weeks has been the raid encounter in Destiny the Vault of Glass and last night actually was the first time uh, the, the group that I've been doing this with we cleared it so that was pretty awesome um, the first time that we went and did it uh, so the six of us it was uh Myself, Andrew, who used to uh, be on the site, Mike, um, my friend Ben from college, another friend of mine, Greg from college, and Ryan uh, Crash from Colony of Gamers. Uh, it probably took us about two and a half hours the first time we tried it. Well, actually, that's kind of false because we had to wait for Andrew and his router that blew up, but... Um, <laughs> Probably, Damn it, Andrew. Yeah, it, like we put the raid on hold while he got everything together. But um, So it probably took us about two hours to get to the first boss encounter that you have in there against the Templar. The next time that we went, it probably was another two hours. Uh, it was probably another half hour to clear that fight. And then we spent another hour and a half on the next part of it. Um, this time, going back through it again... Uh, with a couple couple new folks, because uh, not everyone could make it, but uh, we went through that whole first section, including the first boss fight, in an hour. It's it's one of those things where like there's so much coordination between everyone, but once everyone kind of experiences it for the first time, once they see how it goes, and you get that coordination down, you're just like clearing through that stuff in no time. Opening up the vault takes like five minutes. It takes as much time as that thing basically is slated to go for it to do everything. Um, getting to the first boss fight and clearing the boss fight, same thing. Just as much time as it takes for that event to play out. So it's the best part of Destiny. Without a doubt, nice. it's the best Why? Why is it? Just because like, oh, because it's the best co-op experience? Yeah. Like, it, it, I mean, super- and it, it forces you to... Currently, how it's set up, and this actually changes tomorrow with a patch that they're doing that has a lot of people in uproar, but 
Uh, currently, with the way it's set up, it, it is the one activity in the game that requires people to like really strategize. So rather than just yeah. dump all your bullets into this moving target, you have to think about like where people are positioned, where they're going, what they're doing, who's strongest on your team that would be good over in this spot, you know, versus would be good over in another spot. Because, like, I don't want to spoil too much for folks. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Uh, but you know, it's it's sort of there's some balancing to things and players have to take on different roles throughout the raid too. I mean, it's not like there's a healer role, but there's some different, you know, kind of movement of stuff that you have to go through. So it's the one area of the game that I feel like actually highlights um, the best parts of what they feels like what they're going for mixed with the best parts of a first person shooter. Like it's the first time that you just kind of really get, psyched about playing the game and and all i want to do now is go on raids but it's like you can only do it once a week so it's sort of you know <laughs> it's it's i don't understand why the strikes weren't set up more like the raid like if they if they yeah. had set up the strikes you know not even like a full part of it but just the last encounter that you have in those strikes if they did a little bit more with them to to have some of these same elements in play Right. Oh, I mean, they wouldn't have to worry about selling people on going on these strike playlists. People would be want would want to do them. They would want to do these activities because it's that much fun to do when you have a group. So it's it's interesting. I, I'm looking forward to doing it more. Definitely looking forward to doing it with you guys once you guys uh, hit 26 and kind of going through because it's a great experience and uh, tons of fun. Yeah, I'm looking definitely looking forward to it. I uh, took a break from Destiny while I was catching up on stuff, but I, um, yeah, I want to see what it's all about. I, I, I kind of dabbled in the, the end game stuff with like Xur and starting to hit, use my, you know, strange coins and descendant shards and that sort of thing. So yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah. Cool. Aside from that, just a little bit of super smash brothers on the 3ds, which I think Mike said last time it's a smash brothers game. I don't like the, <laughs> I don't like the controls though they use the thumb pad on the 3ds and that oh, game yeah, that, ga- that right. game is already a little bit floaty and when you use the thumb pad it just feels that much like not in control i, I want to use the d-pad but I, it doesn't from what i've been able to see you can't switch it so the d-pad just taunts and the thumb pad moves your character and it's just not quite what i would like but it's still pretty fun they've got a lot of different modes in there so nice what about you? What are you been playing? Dude, that Borderlands, we played a little bit of that. I got kind of hooked on it a little bit because, like I said, I was taking a Destiny break. This is sort of the... I make the comparison with Borderlands to Diablo 3 because Destiny doesn't dole out the the loot like Diablo does, whereas Borderlands is like, here's a gun, here's a gun, here's a gun, here's a gun. Um, so I was like, okay, I, I've been playing Destiny for quite a while. Let's see how I like Borderlands. And it was it was kind of refreshing to get tons of stuff just being inundated with loot. And I mean, so I I mean, we played it. We uh did a bit of a stream, did the video review and that sort of thing. I'm not super far in it, but I am um, I'm kind of back into that game. I was I wasn't uh, too hot on Borderlands 2. It took me quite a while to finish it. I thought it was a bit too long, but I I am kind of, I guess my body is ready for more Borderlands. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the changes are, are negligible to me. Uh, being on the moon with the uh, the less uh, lower gravity as well as the oxygen stuff, like 
it's another thing to worry about, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, meh, whatever. Vertical combat is pretty sweet. Um, the verticality in the levels and the platforming is, I think it's a lot better, uh, rather than just uh, along that horizontal plane like in the first two games. So, And I like that everyone's from Australia. I think that's fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Lots of Aussie so. speak. Yeah, since it was yeah. made by 2K Australia, everyone, all the voice acting is Australian except for like the main characters. So, um, any NPC you come up to, even the clap traps are Australian. So, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I, that's one of the games, uh, Borderlands, where I kind of go play for an hour or so, hop off, and then I'll do it again in a couple days. I'm not like play it straight for 30 hours and do everything. So, it, it's my popcorn game right now. So, I'm really, really enjoying that. Um, the other funny thing is I picked up Warriors Orochi 3 Ultimate on my Vita. Uh, I reviewed it back on PS3, like, right when it came out, and it was a good game a back then. Game. Yeah, I have played a lot of that game. I didn't play as much as I wanted to on the PS3 in terms of unlocking every single character and that sort of thing. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm not a crazy person. I don't need to do, like... 100% these types of games, but I like forming, like, with the Warriors Orochi stuff, you get three dudes, and you make your little team, and, uh, the Vita is the perfect platform for these games, because if I need a break, turn it off, even if I'm in the middle of a mission, it doesn't matter, and definitely check that out. There's a little trick you can do on the PlayStation Store, where if you buy this certain DLC for five bucks, you can get the game, <laughs> so... Um, Whoa! Wait, yeah, hot, kinda, tips. hot yeah, tips. Stick around later. We'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, we'll tell you a super secret DLC shortcut. Um, so I was able to grab that. Um, I it doesn't like cross by on the PS4, but um, but yeah, th that is a wicked game on the on the Vita. I really love it. Looks beautiful and um, control wise, it's awesome. Like switching your characters for combos and stuff. You just tap the screen, and that's really really slick. So. And then, nice. other than that, for me, I've been playing weird stuff, too. The Company Heroes uh, did a couple comp stompers with some friends, uh, testing out the new... Not the new, but they've been out for a couple months now, but the... Uh, yeah, because they're coming out with the standalone expansion again. Yeah, there's right? another that, expansion. Oh, Battle of Arden. Yep. So, and right now, there's, like, the Americans and the a second German. Um, I think it's the Uber... The first one is the Warmacht, and the other one is like the Ubermensch or something. But yeah, we're playing out with the new armies and checking it out. And they, again, with the Company Heroes DLC, the two new armies play totally different from the the first two guys. And even with Company of Heroes two, the Russians and the Germans played very differently. And again, these two additional armies play even more differently from those ones. So, uh, and other than that, the Payday two uh, updates have been happening. They call it like Overkill Days or something, but they've been just like. <laughs> changing tons of stuff. Um, I was a little down on that game because I felt... I, I was really excited um, after E3, really excited when it came out. It kind of died for me because the carrot dangling in front of me was much too far, and there was a there mm -hmm. was too, too much time in between levels and loot, and that's a fine balance with a game like that. And going back to, say, like Diablo and Destiny and, and these games where you get loot, even Borderlands, where you get this loot, it, it has to be far enough in front of you that it's not too easy to get and not too hard to get but uh they they've changed a ton of stuff with payday 2 you level up much quicker which is uh, i think very important um and they've tweaked a ton of stuff so if you haven't played payday 2 
it's worth dipping back in just to get a feel for it because it feels the the game itself doesn't feel like a different game but everything outside of shooting dudes is totally different in terms of skills and and leveling up and loot and that sort of thing they've done a complete overhaul so Call Have it. you checked out the Hotline Miami DLC for it? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> you get the animal, <laughs> okay. you get you get the animal masks. You get the uh, lots of melee weapons, and the mission, the DLC mission, is you just chopping up dudes, and you have to go find the one guy at the top, and you do that by just just messing up guys. So, do you get the um, '80s soundtrack? Uh, there's a couple songs they added. Yeah, there's a couple. It's not nice. like a full lady soundtrack, but they they did add some music for that one. So, yeah, if you That's haven't touched cool. Payday Two in a while, it's it's worth going back because, like I said, I was down on it, but I'm I'm back in. I'm back on you know, build a horse, so to speak. <laughs> nice. We <laughs> uh, call that a callback in the biz. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, Borderlands pre sequel. We played a bunch of that for uh, the review along with John and uh, I. You know, echo what you kind of said, but that. Uh, one thing you didn't mention was just how good it actually looks on PC, too. How smooth it runs. Yeah. Um, so I was pretty impressed with that. Uh, I played a whole bunch of Skylanders Trap Team with with my kids. Name them all by myself. <laughs> What's Name that? Name them all. Oh, geez. you got. I don't even. Jay know. Ross. Jay Rizzle. <laughs> Rizzle. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it it's pretty solid. I, I think I liked the the last Skylanders game a little bit better. I think they tried the to do a bit swap more force? with it. F- swap yeah, force, the Swap yeah. Force one. Uh, I thought that was a little more inventive. Uh, but this one, it's you know, it's got a ton of content, and the the new survival mode that they have mm-hmm. is actually pretty inventive, and it's a good way just to kind of like stupidly smash stuff. Awesome. And like for yeah, like for for people's kids who don't really want to do like the platforming stuff or aren't comfortable with it like the survival thing's good because you just get in and basically smash the x button a lot nice um but it's it mixes like tower defense uh with a with a wave base kind of a thing you got to protect this chest that has a big boss in it if the enemies get to the chest they break the boss out and you have to defeat the boss to kind of clear the level Hmm. so it's pretty neat graphically the game you know looks at this point on like the next gen hardware, it's looking like a, you know, a cartoon more or less, or you know, a uh, really high quality rendered movie kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, still the standout feature too of that is the characters, like the the ones that I can't name all of them. I can I can name things like Broccoli Guy <laughs> and uh, uh, Wolfgang. I remember he was in there. He was. Yeah. Really, I like that one. And uh, yeah, th- th- there's a bunch of cool little ones uh, that I really like. Um, so yeah, played played a bunch of that. Destiny as well. Um, what level I'm you still up to now? My way to, what's that? What level are you up to now, Nick? Uh, I'm just shy of 26. I'm like 25 and three quarters, basically. Um, I've basically just been playing Crucible stuff. I played like five or six matches a day. Nice. Um, I I should have been 26, if not 27, at this point. But when I went to buy some stuff from the Crucible handler, I misclicked and bought a piece of armor instead of freaking gauntlet, which was like, and it was like a hundred and forty tokens or something. And there's like no confirmation on that stuff or anything too. It's just like, yep, it's yours. Boom, there it is. Oh man. So 
Yeah, I was kind of bummed, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I've had just really good time with the matchmaking. The salvage matches, the three-on-three stuff. Oh, salvage like, is prime. Yeah, like, there's been some matches where it looks like you're done. You're toast. Your, yeah. your team is literally down, like, three-quarters. Uh, and then all of a sudden you regroup and you can come back. And it's just... It's like the best feeling, and I've had a couple, and just with random folks, so a yeah, couple yeah. matches like that where we'd come back and, and and take the victory. So I've been having to do uh, some control lately for some of these exotic bounties. I still just, I'm not a fan of PvP as a whole, just on, but there have been some really yeah, but, fun yeah, but times. Contr- control is chaos, man. It's like everyone yeah. go to the point, throw everything you can. I kind of like, like sal- that though. I, like, I, I can't like there's a, there's, handle there's that. A couple of I maps that like that. I know really well now, and I I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, at this point, the only thing I'm trying to do is just grind out stuff for these exotic bounties. So for that much, I've kind of found some really fun fun things to do. But yeah, nice. I don't know. I did play a couple um, of the uh, uh, artifact or the, whatever those are. Uh, salvage uh i think yeah. early on and, and uh that's really good with a like a three team that you're communicating I, with I, that was a lot of fun yeah I, I really dig the the 3v3 um just because i again i find it less chaotic and i think you need to rely on teamwork instead of brute force so I'm really digging, yeah, stuff like Salvage. And any anytime like there's a special three v three matchup on the sort of playlist on the left hand side, there I I uh, I hop into that just because I'm not again I'm not super good at the control and deathmatch sort of thing. Just because I'll like I'll be like, okay, I'm going to sneak up or go here and just get like shot in the side of the head. Typical like old dude playing PvP stuff. <laughs> Damn kids, yeah. get out of my games. Yeah, we were having actually a discussion at work today about that, about how we're all old trying to play these video games and we just suck anymore. You just don't have the stuff, Twitch response anymore. No. no, it's definitely it's definitely not there like it used yeah. to be. But I don't know. I, I still like it. I, I guess it's still uh, fun. I, I've always been a fan of Halo's multiplayer stuff, so I guess shouldn't be surprised that uh, Destiny stuff is hooking me as well. Um, so the final thing I've been playing is Sunset Overdrive. Oh yeah, uh, it, it's still under NDA for that, but we will be streaming Thursday night at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll be streaming uh, the, the co-op of that uh, with the devs, so you can check our Twitch channel out for that. Uh, I might sh- stream some of the single player at some point this week. I'll have to check exactly how far in you're allowed to see, but... Uh, you know, pretty solid so far. Nice. Like I, said, I can't say too much, but uh, feeling it. Yeah, yeah. It it's definitely got that crackdown mixed with Jet Set Radio mixed yeah. with it's 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 got a lot of influences in there. Uh, and I was telling I was telling you uh, before the show, lock it breaks the fourth wall a lot. It talks directly to you uh, a ton and kind of and uh, makes fun of itself. Yeah, too, and video games in general. That's so great. I, that's good. I'm digging it. I know that 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 point is gonna rub some people the wrong way, but I think mm-hmm. it's it's funny when games not go out of their way, but do that elegantly, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're a video game. Deal with it." So, but yeah, uh, like the tutorial in the beginning and stuff. The character 
in the game, it's like, what's this disembodied voice talking to <laughs> yeah, me? Oh, that's... how convenient that there's text on the screen telling you what to do. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I was trying to think what was the other thing it said. It's like if you fail something during the tutorial, and it's like, you're the reason why we had to make a tutorial. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? So, that's awesome. Yeah, they, it, it does some pretty good stuff like that. Awesome. So. Uh, let's jump into some uh, quick news discussion here, and we were talking about Destiny and its raid, and uh, one of the things that uh, Jason didn't mention was, you know, you got to find a group. I think oh, we probably talked about done. this before on the podcast, but you got to you, you have to have a group of six folks that you, you know or are readily accessible uh, for this. But uh, Bungie is contemplating adding matchmaking to this, like they did for the strikes. So you can uh, enjoy it if, if maybe you can't find six folks. I guess there's, there's a, quite a few sites out there that yeah. do just have, you know, looking for a raid group kind of stuff. So really you shouldn't com. have a problem getting a group together. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's late at night, you're a few beers in, and you're like, ah, let's go raiding. I'm ready to make some and, bad uh, choices. Let's go raid. I'm ready to make some poor choices. Yeah. Bill the Pony, come over maybe. here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. but, uh, yeah so it's not definite yet but it sounds like they're they're uh strongly considering it um you mentioned jason that the upcoming patch is changing some things with the raid yeah do you do the, without like again without spoiling too much like for the last boss encounter there's a certain group that gets teleported somewhere while another group stays right. and they're changing how that works which I agree with a lot of people saying that um, it's not a bug, it's it's how raids work if you play any other sort of MMO. Like, that sort of element to the raid is where you strategize, and when it becomes yeah. random, it just feels like you're making it random for random sake. Like, man, people are having too easy of a time with our stuff. Let's just make it harder for no good reason. It's, it's kind of like, no, mm-hmm. people get to that point naturally. Like, they figure it out, they get to that point naturally because... That's just how raiding goes. So yeah, you, people min max raids. Like yeah, like, that's how you can write a bot script to do a raid. It's like here's the exact <laughs> timing of everything. Like it's okay. I mean, it can still be challenging, but yeah. I mean, whatever. people used to do that. I mean, for a while they'd have scripts. You know, the little yeah. plugins basically, where it's just like everybody move here, everybody move here, and it like toss up a big, and and Blizzard just let it go rampant pretty much. I mean, they they started getting a little bit more control later on, but. They just let that happen because that's just a natural part of how that stuff goes down when you got a group of people together and trying to coordinate a bunch of different things. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting that they're doing it. I'm curious to see what else happens with that because uh, Bungie's response to things has been very mixed in a lot of different ways. So, we'll see if that sticks around. I'm kind of curious to see where the content goes for the next month because uh, December is the first uh, big piece of DLC for the game, so they kind of got to get everybody there. Uh, so I'm wondering if we'll, if we'll see another raid before then, or uh, some other significant content changes, because it feels like it's gotten a little bit stagnant now, maybe for, for about yeah, yeah. two weeks. Like, yeah, they were they were making a pretty big uh, pretty big effort there for, like two, for a month or so to get stuff with, like, the Queen's Wrath stuff, the raid. Um, it has a crucible with the iron banner yeah. stuff, um, but now it's just kind of it's gone a little silent. They had the over the weekend they had the Zur stuff going on, which was just you know a way to spend some stuff uh, in the game, but nothing 
terms of playable content that was new or different or yeah. something. I want to see some like speeder bike races or something. That was something like silly that they could do just Dude, to. That'd be I'd right with you. On yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's talk about Dragon Age Inquisition, which is probably the next game I'm really looking forward to. Uh, this fall, one of the one of the big ones, and it sounds like they're getting back to the roots of the first Dragon Age game. Jason, why don't you tell us a bit about the video they kind of put out for that and uh, PC Master Race, doing. son? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it boils down to. I mean, it's um, I don't know. I, this this will tie into our future discussion, but uh, I think it's interesting. This this particular video is basically them saying. Hey, you know, we started uh, Dragon Age on the PC, so that's what we started off. I mean, like Dragon Age Inquisition, we're going back to our roots and, and building it from the PC first. Um, some of that, though, I mean, what they talk about later on is that there were limitations with the console and the engine that they were using there. So there was things that, like, oh, you can't have things with four legs in a game which features things with four legs so i mean you know it makes sense for <laughs> wow. uh why they kind of focus on the pc and everything but it's uh i don't know i think it's an interesting little market tool to kind of bring that pc audience back over to their side of things and uh, uh appeal to that demographic yeah i'm anxious to the co-op and it looks like it can be a lot of fun even though that's not really going to be the kind of top-down traditional D stuff but uh I know, I know Locke is itching to see if it's like mass effect 3's uh oh, if i can make yeah i mean it's freaking dragon age i haven't even finished the second one but if that third one plays like mass effect 3 it's um i'm in <laughs> yeah uh so a game that got pushed out of this fall was Evolve. Uh, it looked like that was actually going to be like the co-op game next mm-hmm. to Destiny, uh, but they pushed it out, moved it to February. Uh, instead, they had a, a closed alpha. I think it was the beginning of September, maybe. It was right before Destiny launched, um, and now there's another closed alpha coming or beta. What do they call it? No, they're calling it an alpha uh, in a couple weeks. Yes. So, Locke, why don't you tell us about that as well as what are they got? A new trailer with a, with some monsters and yeah, yeah, possibly DLC have, coming. Well, the um, the new monster is called the Goliath, and they were showing off the Kraken at E three, which is a flying Cthulhu esque feeling thing. The Goliath is more of um, a gorilla, ground pound get in your face monster that sort of thing just um the other note is that if you didn't know this this is a pro tip for everyone out there you can actually get the 3d model files of each of these monsters in case you had a 3d printer that you wanted to make figurines out of i don't know i think that's pretty darn cool especially when they have these like amazing amazing monsters they're creating but yeah the goliath is amazing he's got um a leap smash fire breath he can toss rocks charge it's like donkey kong and bowser had a love child and then you have to fight it so <laughs> um but yeah and then the uh, if you pre-order uh you'll get a spot in the upcoming beta that starts in 10 days on the 30th and yeah the last day to oh you have to do that actually today um is it today the 22nd uh yeah i 20th? think so 
No, 21st, 21st, so yesterday. Um, you have to do that. So, out of luck, suckas. Um, but yeah, uh, Evolve, looking so slick. They're going to announce a couple more monsters. Um, they're planned for four so far, but obviously the, the platform of Evolve is to be able to just add things to it. So, Yeah, I guess, I guess the news out of that, too, was that there'll be three at launch. The fourth yes. will be free um, post-launch. Post-launch, so, yeah. Kind of interesting time. way to keep that. Keep that game fresh and stuff moving moving forward. Yes. Uh, Boom. But yeah, so so that's it for kind of news. It's it's kind of it's been kind of slow, I guess, a bit news wise. Uh, what we have got though a lot of is coverage of or, or, or info overload of a big couple few games. Like uh, I bring up Far Cry Four, Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> um, Jason, you mentioned earlier about Destiny. Basically, it seems like uh, like PR is just loading people up with content. Uh, with the advent of streaming stuff and how popular that's gotten, uh, there's pretty much weekly streams uh, from these folks. There's videos. Uh, it seems almost like every other day. Pre-order bonus this, you know, uh, beta that, and... Uh, do you think it's too much? Do you, do you think that the mystery uh, of when the game comes out like is, is kind of lost and, and there's almost nothing? feels like there's nothing left to discover. Yes. Anybody? Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, great discussion. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's the yeah. show. We'll see you guys. No, I mean, there's... Uh, there's... So, back in the day, uh, the, as you think of like Nintendo Power, which was basically Nintendo's magazine to prop up their own stuff... Even with that, you got just enough of a glimpse of an upcoming game with like a one-page advert and uh, just like three tiny screenshots that you got excited for. It. Like you just you didn't know anything else about the game coming out. You didn't have this dearth of information available to you through the internet. Um, that's gone. Like I, I kind of missed that part of it, and especially now working on this side of things where you see all these press releases and everything else come up, and you're just like. I mean, who really cares? I mean, you're right. It's just sort of like there's another, you know, here's a thing of like we've made a change to our pre-order collector's edition. Now you get this. Or there's five different collector's editions out. Choose one. It's just like it's still a game. Like tell us something really interesting about the game or something cool that you're doing with it. Like I really like the dev blogs that a lot of people are doing. I think those are really cool things to talk about. But the constant flow of just... Our game's coming out in two weeks. Our game's coming out in one week. Our game's coming out in five days. Our game's coming out in three days. Have you pre-ordered our game yet? It's just way too much. Way too much. Yeah. But at the same time, I also understand it's gotten to the point where we've created that. Like, gaming money can only go so many places, and games themselves have gotten to such a high amount of development costs that you pretty much have to be the loudest voice in the room to get noticed at this point hmm. yeah yeah i mean i personally i i drowned it out like i i know there's assassin's creed coming out soon ish um far cry 4 something about elephants uh call of duty has <laughs> spacemen in it again i've i've gotten to the point where there's so much info, so much, like, all the time that um, it's just, yeah, it's just noise. It's just noise. And really what you have to do, um, especially, you know, I'm, I'm coming from sort of the content creation side of things is 
make something different. Like do something, do something special. And the last time that I saw this, um, and it wasn't even with a triple A game. It was with um, BattleBlock Theater. They had that like Steam release trailer that was on point, really funny. And it wasn't like we were we're releasing on Steam. Like that's not a huge announcement. Like in the big grand scheme of things, like this game that got ported to Steam is now being released. Where when you think of stuff like um, again, all of these are sequels with all the big names of Far Cry 4, Unity, Call of Duty. Um, again, Nick, you showed the last... What was that last trailer you showed with the... Was it the customization of the Assassin's Creed stuff? I mean, that was kind of neat, but I, I think it's I think it it's weird where the, 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 the marketing ball just gets rolling so fast and it gets so big that you you can't stop it. And, and, yeah. and these companies aren't willing to take chances, so they don't want to do something you know, funny or risky or anything like that. It's just like, boom. So there, the result of this is, and and everything sort of, it doesn't trip over itself. It just like smashes through everybody. It blends together. It does blend together. Like I couldn't tell you, like I said, when I started talking, like I couldn't tell you when any of these games come out. I know they're coming out sometime in the next couple months, but I mean, you shoot dudes and you shank dudes, yeah. and I mean, if, if they did something different, then I would pay attention. But I mean, again, I, I'm I'm in a, such a small percentage where people that push the market and that are picking these games up, they are the you know the people that this is catered towards. It's the the ninety percent who are just pushing, you know, the Call of Duty sales, right? Like I don't give a shit about Call of Duty, man. <laughs> like. Um, so that's, I always look to, for, for different things, but again, that, that goes to the sort of risk management thing, which we don't see anymore. That being said, I'm very curious because Sunset Overdrive is actually taking those risks. They are doing trailers and stuff that are very different. Um, the, the Sunset Overdrive trailer where they, um, they're shooting it like a film and, and, and they have this. Yeah, they shot it like a film, and they had a behind-the-scenes thing, and I, I just, that's the kind of marketing that I, yeah, I like. Yeah, it was pretty at. funny. So, I mean, but yeah, but again, me, cranky old, yeah, cranky old hipster gamer here. <laughs> I think you know maybe maybe a little bit of inside baseball here with with how how we do the site, and, and I think it's a little bit different for us and how we present it because you know we have such a limited bandwidth. So we tend. I was just looking at like a few of these things. We're, we're posting basically an Assassin's Creed Unity trailer or info tidbit about once a week or twice a week. Yeah. Uh, that that goes back about three months. Same thing for Far Cry Four. I, I know I'm picking on Ubisoft here, but really you can any of the EA stuff, Dragon Age as well. Yep. Um, because we try and, we try and focus only on the co-op aspect of it so it spaces it out a little bit but if we were an ign or you know a polygon we would probably have one post every other day about these games Uh, and maybe that's the goal uh for pr um but for us what tends to happen is we group it up then so by the time you know that week goes by and someone gets a chance to write up the story there's two or three trailers to put into something and make a meaningful or at least a more meaningful uh piece of info on it uh, and maybe that's something PR can kind of analyze it and look at and say, well, you know, maybe this thing standing on its own really isn't worth 
making a big deal about. But if we if we wrap it together with this, this, and this, uh, now now it's a little more meaningful. Or you know, maybe you turn it into into something where you say every Friday we're going to release a new something, right? And you kind of you kind of build the expectation and uh, the want for for it that way instead of just you know throwing it out there all the time. It's like a pizza buffet yeah. of, <laughs> of of gaming content, and uh, it, it all gets watered down. Totally. Um, um, I miss the uh, late '80s, early '90s TV commercials that had like uh, absolutely see? nothing to do with the game. It was just like a bunch yeah. of like Dude. quick like zoom shots of a person's like face and like explosions going off in the background. And they or were just, like, like the... play the new version of Tetris, and you're just like <laughs> nothing to do at all with what's going on. But... Or that Zelda commercial where he's like, "Oh yeah," and he comes over to his buddy's house. He's like, Dude, "Only on the what, Nintendo Entertainment what are System." The best commercial still of all time was for the Japanese release of Link to the Past. They had a yeah. freaking... You haven't seen this? They had a freaking line dance. They had an, a <laughs> Legend of Zelda dance, a song, the whole bit. It is... I'm going to find it and send it to you, but that's like one of the best commercials I've ever Love seen. It. it sells your product in such a... I mean, people would say, oh, it can only happen in Japan. I mean, come on. You put that advertisement up here, that shit goes viral now. I mean, like, people, that's what they, you know... You, yeah. that's that kind of creativity that's that kind of thing like if you have something that stands out and it's a little bit wacky everybody talks about it everybody was talking about Destiny because of that wizard came from the moon I mean that yeah. sold more yeah. PR yeah. on that game than anything else I bet I mean I mean, people were talking about it for months and they still talk about it yeah but um, oh, the- I'd be curious so anybody listening uh, you know send us a voicemail and uh, or, or an email at tips at and uh, tell us what you think. I, 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 you know, you guys are consuming this this stuff uh, daily and weekly and stuff. And do you think it's too much? Do you want more? Do you want less? Uh, you know, is it too noisy? Um, uh, I'd be curious. I should go check what our posting has been like for Civilization Beyond Earth. Have we done anything? Yeah, for that? Well, you know, something, so something that like much? that. Well, no, because here's the thing. Like, so something like that, I'll get. You know, we get maybe a trailer every. I'll say that's about a week. Every okay. week that yeah, yeah. you know, we'll get a tip to that. I would say, maybe six weeks ago when we got something, I was like, you know what? We've covered the other civilizations. What's the multiplayer like in this? What are our options and stuff? So I sent him an email and I asked. No response. <laughs> so like two, you know, two more emails come through. I send another email. Same thing. Game's out actually this week. I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Um, you know, it got lost in the noise of everything else, um, but but that yeah, they, uh, it's like yeah, it's weird because they put out that like it was like fifteen minutes long, where it's like, here's what's new about this game. This is why it's like Alpha, Alpha Centauri, and then I watched like I watched every single second of that, <laughs> which is like yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would I watch a fifteen minute thing about a game that like I know everything about, but. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just my tastes, and I don't know. If I if I cared what new sick gun mods were in Call of Duty, maybe I'd pay attention to those trailers. Whereas I actually care about the different races in Civilization Alpha Centauri mm-hmm. Edition. So yeah, that's not, that's not this Friday. I you just remind me again. I that's I need to it's like get in right on off that. right off this next weekend. Like it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I, yeah, and actually, we, we just got an email about it today, and I, I debated responding because it mentioned something about, you know, here's assets to go your reviews when the embargo lists. I'm like, we didn't get a review copy, first of all, and you didn't even answer my question about it, so <laughs> come on. Yeah. But yes, yeah, Civ 5 is free on Steam right now. Yeah. Uh, kind of promoting it, which is smart. So if you haven't played that, shame on you. It is the best hex base Civ game. I think that's uh, amongst uh, my other Steam library games of games I've owned and installed. And one of these days I'll at. play. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. It's uh, it's a fun game. It's actually pretty fun multiplayer as well, you guys. So Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's uh, yeah, let's wrap that up. Do it. Like I said, if uh, we'd like to hear your, your comments on that too, so we can talk about it maybe next episode. Uh, no voicemails this week. What? Uh, if you do want to leave, show a and tell time six four six nine two six six seven four eight. Thanks. I didn't get there yet, but I figured we're talking sure. about it. <laughs> Let's do show and tell time. Uh, Jason, you got anything to show us? Um, well, we hey. talked about it. We talked about all the Assassin's Creed stuff. So it's my ever-growing collection of figurines from the Assassin's Creed. Oh, nice. Creed. Does that stand on its own? Yeah. It's got like a whole is... little base and everything. What's is... that guy? What's that character's name? This was... Swashbuckling Jim? Exactly. Yeah, that's what oh, I thought. Something or other, uh, Conway or Conrad or yes, something. But I have the nice. I have the three one up there as well, and I've been told by a little bird, maybe there's another one coming on its way. That oh, never mind. This is not for this show. What I want there's there's some other Assassin's Creed that just kind of popped up. Is it oh, called yeah. like Revel? Not Revelations, but like it, Rebel. Rebel, like what the frick? Where did that come from? Like, what is that? Yeah, is it a new game? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I, I have no idea. They do it. It's like so often now. It, it's yeah, that's a discussion in itself. It's a time to kill the year. It, the time to kill the yearly release of franchise. Please. So. God. It's, Edward Kenway. Kill, that's his you, name. Sorry. There you go. You're draining yourselves. All right. There's no reason. That's my show and tell. All right. Anything fun for show and tell? Sorry, guys. That's all right. Uh, yeah. So uh, follow us on Twitter. We are Coatimus without the dash. Uh, leave us feedback on iTunes. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Short and sweet tonight. Hopefully, Mike will be back next week. I think uh, he had mentioned that we wanted to possibly stream some raid in action next week. So I'll be down I for that. I will be your guide. Yep. Yes, please. And, uh, to the vault of glass. Sounds good. I'm going to smash it. Right. Let's tap that glass. All right, this is, this is Co-Opticast episode 133. Bill the Pony was our special guest. We thank him for his time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday, October 20th, 2014. Have a good one. Potatoes. <laughs>